Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, there we go. And I tell you, Matt, there's going to be people out there. Are absolutely chomping at the bit because I have just it's late here, it's late in the UK. Got children in bed, and I was doing a lot of those silent screams, you know, when you go, Yeah, coming absolutely mad. Oh my goodness. I, I think so I just I think I brought the whole house down. That was I thought it was too far gone. I, th- I really thought it was too far gone. I thought this whole podcast was going to be about something completely different. We all know what that thing is. We're going to be talking about it. But in the Oh, end, yeah, there's room for everything, isn't it? You've got your little twinkly earphones on, Matt, that got my unmistakable, unmistakable grin. I've got my 100, heard... million, 100 million pound earphones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? That It might be the theme of the uh, the whole pod after all, but you can't put a price on quality. You can't. You can't. You know what I mean? You get what you pay for, eh? That was, that was, I mean, you know what it felt like? It felt like a real Christmas game, but it's December the 5th. And that's the sort of game you normally get around December the 25th. You know, when everyone's played a load of games and you get some crazy results. It was like, why are we having this on December the 5th? Um, But wow, 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 wow. And then I haven't even looked at the league table, but I've got a funny feeling. I know what it says. Oh, it certainly does. And I tell you what, I mean, these games, they, they they have to give you more and more belief. Like, that special stuff that is, that really is special, where you can just dig that one out just in the last minute. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's more than a win. It's more than a win. I've got to say, it. it's more than a win. It might only mean three points at the table, but for us, sitting there, we feel like, I tell you what, you just can't put the knife in with us. We keep coming. Well, we think, are Michael Myers. We are. We are Michael Myers. And just think, um, I know about you guys, but I was watching those scores coming in on Sunday and looking at that Liverpool film score and going, oh, we've got something here. We've got a little Liverpool to drop points. And then I felt so deflated. Well, now there's Scousers all over the place looking at that and their heads have dropped and they thought they were going to have a hell of a night. 
Not anymore. Not anymore. Get back in your box. <laughs> Agreed. Hello, Pete. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. So I had a uh, I had a, a meeting. Somebody came into my room. They were like, you've got time to chat and starting to chat with them. And my, my boss is a Spurs fan. I left it at 3-3. My boss is a Spurs fan. And he peeked his head around the corner. He said, you seen what happened? And I went, no. And he, he walked off laughing. And I was like, <laughs> no, we've lost. And then I tuned in and I got to the 96th minute. Declan Rice, come on. Oh, the wet bandits. The wet, you were busy with the wet bandits. The wet exactly, bandits. exactly. All the houses around your area have, have, have had their basements flooded. Oh, listen, <laughs> this, is a, this is absolutely gorgeous. Brand new turtleneck. I'm going to be wearing it all seasons, guys. It's uh, wonderful. Yeah, beatnik, beatnik poetry. Let's fire you know into it. this, fire into this pod in earnest, shall we? Let's uh, get the old. Good evening, guys. What in the world? That was an absolute roller coaster ride with the most perfect Disney ending. And we know who our Disney prince was today. It was big Declan Rice. I'm going straight over to you, Matt. You, you, your smile is beaming. You're absolutely glowing. Just talk to me how you're feeling right now. Absolutely buzzing. You know, I was watching the clock and, you know, normally around 82, 83 minutes, you're getting, you still think there's time. And with this Arsenal team, even when it's 88, 89 minutes, you're like, we can do this. You're drawing on what happened against Manchester United. You're drawing against on what happened against Brentford. But let's be honest, when it's 95 minutes gone, six minutes have been raised. You're like, okay, it's one of those days you're preparing for it. It's not great, but it's, you know, it is what it is. You can't win every game. You're preparing those thoughts. And then out of nowhere, cometh the man, cometh the moment, big deck, the deckheads just right. Oh, my God. And it was just perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I was screaming the whole fucking house down. I am absolutely buzzing after that. 97th minute winner. Luton players out on their backs. They knew it was over. Arteta going absolutely bonkers. Oh, that is what it is all about. Pete, you've been told at a delayed um, stage what happened. Have, have you even seen the goal yet? I've you, seen the goal, Johnny. Oh, it's me, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? It's Bournemouth all over again, Johnny. Um, I'm absolutely over the moon. Annoying the, you know, you only get one of those a season, really. You only get one of those like 90s, you know, he heading into the 97th minute. Uh, but my word, what a what a moment. A shame, a shame that we had to expend that much energy against Luton. You know, we were we were pretty bullish um before the game but listen three points a massive massive three points heading into the Aston Villa game at the weekend a lot to work on but all you can if you can't be happy after that sort of win are you even human are you even human that was uh absolutely monstrous and I'm I'm I tell you one person who's really happy at the moment David Raya oh my god he's a bit sheepish from the coach on the way home We've got we've got stuff to talk about. I we don't do. think there's going to be anyone getting spared on this podcast. No. You're in the right place, people. So let's fire into this, shall we? Hottest of takes. Hottest of takes. The hottest of takes. The AOP. Hottest of takes. Make it spicy. Matt, 
Where are you going? Hottest of takes. There's I only mean, one this, place this, to go. Come on, there's only one place to go. It's the bargain of the summer. It is. It's the absolute bargain of the summer. If you said to me, would you sign Declan Rice for 200 million and base it on these performances, I'd go, that's still value money. I've never seen anything like it. When is a hundred million pound player ever delivered the way Declan Rice is delivering? Just never. N- never. It's never happened. And it's not even just about the performances. It's about those moments when we need him. You know, Manchester United at home, 89th minute, the ball drops from a corner, 96th minute away here. He's just writing. He's just dragging us over the line. And he's the difference. And I think Robbie Earl was saying it on the commentary I was watching before the game. The big difference between Arsenal this season and Arsenal last season is Declan Rice. And he really is. I mean, just... In those goal moments, he's already added six points to what we, or, or four points to what we'd have anyway. But he's going to keep doing it. He just, I, I just didn't know he was this good. I really didn't. I'd watched him. I thought he was a good player. I thought 100 million was a lot of money. Um, I thought he would add something to what we did. But I didn't realize that he was going to single handedly drag us when we needed him most. And I think that's what West Ham fans saw. That's what. As a outside fan, we couldn't see, but my God, that header! That I mean, I, I want to know what the XG on that was because that was not an easy chance. That wasn't a free header. He went up, he competed, it, he had to make contact, and then he had to put it in the very, very, very bottom corner. He did all of it, and then just the response, just the reaction. I'm, I'm I just, uh, it's just unbelievable that we have him. I just, I can't believe it, Matt. Um, Pete, Matt is absolutely glowing, understandably, about Declan Rice. Is that the same area you're going to take your hottest of takes? Absolutely not, Johnny. I'm going to take my hottest of takes all the way to the Kai Havertz fans. Those people that took the pelters all summer. Those people that rolled deep with Kai through the criticism in the early days. Those people that refused to bow to the pressure that Kai Havertz needed to go back to Chelsea. The man is reborn. His confidence started at left-back for Germany. He's scoring for fun. I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. Amazing off-the-ball movement all game. Um, That finish, I feel like he's got a trademark finish. He hasn't even scored that many goals for Arsenal. Those little, like, dink over the goalkeeper moves. It's not pretty, Johnny, but it's really important. I was getting Freddie Lundberg vibes from that that run today. Um, I'm so happy to see that he is actually a confidence player. I'm even happier to see our Chelsea fan, Anthony, in our group chat just popping up to say Kai's back. Um, I think it's I think it's absolutely brilliant. He's going to score 15 goals this season. He's going to be integral. And all the people that slandered him in the comments section here or on Twitter, you better delete those tweets because I'm coming for them. Fair play. These are hot. That's bullish. That, um, and we will be talking about Kai, obviously. I think for my hottest of takes, I just want to kind of tie it more holistically in a bow for what this what this looks like, okay? Um, there's the old adage when it comes to football and specifically league title challenges, and that is, can you do it on a cold and windy away at Stoke on a Tuesday night? That kind of, you know, that is the litmus test. Everyone plays pretty football in May at home, crowd cheering you on. Can you do it on a cold and windy? Well, Stoke ain't in the league anymore. I tell you what, Luton Town, I don't know if you've ever been to Luton Town, 
for me, listen, I apologize, apologies to anyone if there's anyone from Luton in here. It's an horrible place. It really is an horrible place. Even people in Luton don't really want to be in Luton for, for very long. And when you've got to go and play there in cold weather on a Tuesday night, it's an absolute litmus test in a way that we said Stoke, that we said Burnley, all of these places are. It's like the new age. It's the southern Burnley, Luton Town. That's what it is. And for us to go there, of course, we're a better football team. Of course, we have better players than Luton Town. But they showed you that they are going to give a lot of teams a fight. And the fact that we could dig in and do it in that way, it just looked very, very champion championship winning-esque. It really did. It's gutsy and it was bold and it smacked of a league title winning team. It, it, it was scintillating. And that's where I'm going with my hottest of takes. We are on fire today, boys. Absolutely simmering start. Um, Johnny, uh, just before we move on to the next section, um, just want to warn everybody in the comment section, you will get thrown out of the comment section. If you don't smack that like right now, I want to see that going up to 500 today. Smack that like and we'll win against Aston Villa. Um, sorry, Johnny, back over to you. Yeah, um, there's only one place to start. Matt went there with his hottest of takes, but... I mean, come on. It's big deck energy. The end of the day, we've got a guy. We signed him for £100 million. Matt, you knew we were coming into this subject anyway, so you've made extra work for yourself. You're going to have to talk about him twice, wax lyrical about him twice. Talk to me about the man who I would comfortably say is our best player nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to curse it, but he's so available that's the biggest thing. He's available on the ball. His fitness is, is just monstrous. He's just an absolute athlete. There were there, there were some clips going around. If like he was covering people's passes that they didn't before they'd even passed the ball against Wolves. Today, you know, he's just what you need on these on these away games, and I think he's really going to contribute. What hasn't been said about him? Well, the one thing we didn't know was goals. That was the thing we didn't know, right? We were like, Kenny, we weren't buying him for his goals. We were buying him. I mean, to be honest, we were buying him to be a Thomas Party replacement cover type player. Play alongside Party instead of him. Keep the ball rolling. He scored his goals against Manchester United, Chelsea, and now Luton have just been, I mean, have there been three more valuable goals? And all of them were just, absolutely incredible moment so um I didn't know he had that I think he's going to keep going we've got to keep him fit but and I, again I don't want to want to want to jinx him but fitness doesn't seem to be his problem fitness seems to be one of his biggest strengths and he's just dragging the team along with him he's a stalwart um he's only going to get better and better you talk about getting to adapting to the system learning the system he's learned it he's completed it he already knows it all he's only played 13 games so um just shows what his footballing intelligence is. And then when you see the reaction, his reaction, he's standing there, his arms outstretched. He's just an absolute warrior. He's a gladiator. The team loves him. The players love him. He's a leader. Fucking hell. I'm I'm, I'm blown away by Declan Rice. I'm a decade. I'm a decade. What can you say? Sign aren't up. We, aren't Fully we subscribed. <laughs> Paid up member. Um, Matt went for a deck in these hottest of takes. Pete, you saved yourself a little bit of space to go. Let's please now wax lyrical on a guy who has 
dug it out for us yet again and got us some big, big points away at Luton. Johnny, like, I don't even know where to go with this. I don't know whether it's love. I don't know whether it's fate. Um, when I, uh, I once broke up with somebody in New York at 8.30 in the morning on the phone and I walked into the office that day and I saw this, this woman sitting there that I'd never seen before and I was like, oh my God, I want to marry that woman. And we didn't get married, but I live with her now and we've got a kid. It's like fate. And I never, you know, never really believed in, in those sorts of things. Declan Rice is that that's that's what he is to Arsenal. He he knew, he knew when he met Arteta, when he saw the way Arsenal were playing, he was like, there is no other choice. Manchester City come knocking on the door, 100 million. But they can afford a million euros a week. But he said no. And everybody said, you're insane for picking Arsenal. People said he didn't have the ambition to be at Arsenal, but he knew. He knew that he wanted to be the next Patrick Vieira. He said as much. And I was like, listen, 105 million, it almost never works out. When you know something is is right for you, you make it work. He's happy. He's connected with the squad. I think he feels grateful to be here. And I think he can almost see his place in Arsenal history already. I bet you he believes that he can win a Champions League with Arsenal. I bet you he thinks that he's going to win the Premier League this season. It's like it's it's a match made in heaven. It's fate. And I, I, every time I see him on the pitch, I'm like, I cannot believe we got him. I cannot believe De Declan Rice doesn't go to Arsenal. He goes to Chelsea. He goes to Manchester City. He goes to Madrid. He's playing with Jude Bellingham. But we've got him at Arsenal. That is one of the best signings of all time. And he's making it count now. And I, it's 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 fate. It's a beautiful thing, Johnny. It's a beautiful thing. I'm getting I'm getting emotional talking about it. Yep. And I'm going to join the party now. So, look, I'm struggling to think, um, you know, obviously we we know in the broad scheme of things, in the, you know, in our lifetimes, but the last time there was a sign-in this significant, it th this guy is genuinely, we have signed one of the very best players in the world. And I'm watching this game and... I thought that there were a few people, some of them we're going to talk about soon, who, who played well in the game and, and really had games that they could talk about and hold their heads high, some at the other end of the of the spectrum. But Declan, I didn't think, was having a, you know, a wow game by any stretch, considering the, the, the you know, the standards is set for himself. The bar is so high. Or, do you know what? I wouldn't even say that the bar is so high. The floor is so high. He's... His bad games just are not bad. They're always good. He is incredible. And in a game where he's not really doing anything, what are you going to do? You're going to dig in. And, 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 and what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is it's the self-belief that's in him. Sometimes you get players who are like, no, I know I'm, I am him. And Declan thinks he is him. And guess what? He's right. He is him. The guy was up for sale in the summer. Pep starts stepping up going, will you come to the club? You, we can't forget about that. This is not some guy who's like people are passing on. Everyone went for him. He had his pick of the litter. And the fact is, is he picked Arsenal out and said, I know I can grow with this club. I know I can become a legend there. And he's already doing it. I just can't believe it's happening so quick. The way he's gelled with, his, with the team, the way he embodies it. At the end, I'm watching him celebrate the, the victory and he's got this beaming smile, and you're just like, this guy has everything, everything that Arsenal is right now. It just flows, it flows through him. He has the drive, the athleticism, the technical ability, 
But the the it factor, the X factor, Declan has that. He is a leader amongst men. And when the chips are down, I'm putting my money on Declan Rice. And I tell you what, is you said it already, Matt. Minimum, minimum six points. He himself has earned us off of his goals. Off of his goals. Let alone how many outrageous performances he's been serving up. He is an astonishing footballer. And listen, I know I, 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 some people might say I flip-flap a little bit on it. I'm not messing around. I want to be clear now. For me, I've seen enough. Declan Rice is our best player. I never expected a team that finished second were about to sign their best player. But that's just what happened. He is the guy that when it all falls down, he is the one you can rely on the most. He plays the most consistently. And even at the, at the business end... Listen, if we get to the Champions League final, I I would put the most money he steps up and scores a goal, just like Rodri does. That's the kind of player that we've got. It's like a Rodri Mark II. It's phenomenal. I love watching him. He is absolutely everything right now that is getting me going about Arsenal. I can't stop smiling. I love the guy. And I tell you what, I'm, I'm sure we're all deck heads. This is big deck energy. And I tell you what, I think it may well propel us to the league. I'm still confident. You know, um, I was thinking about transfers that change the landscape for their team. And I would, I think the biggest one probably ever in the Premier League was Eric Cantona at Manchester United. And I think this could be up there with that. I think it, because I think there's an element of belief that's needed to get you over the line with the first Premier League when it's been 20 years more in case of Manchester United, but it's been 20 years, it's been since the Invincibles, and it's insane. We need someone who can imbue the whole side with belief, and I think Declan Rice is the guy. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, yeah. Spicy. I love it. I agree. Bigger than Cantona already. It, 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 it's up there. And it it, feel, it kind of felt like, you know, when Shearer went to um, Newcastle. But obviously, he didn't even get him a league title. But it felt, it felt like one of those kinds of signings. But the key for me is that Declan Rice, that, that 
based on the position that he plays. You would never expect him, him to do this. You were trying, you expected him to be a more, you know, um, dominant force overall in terms of how we play. But in these big moments, it is Vieira stuff. It is not just, am I defensively sound and am I a good athlete? When you need me, when the chips are down, I'm going to step up and going to score big goals because I've got it. And I tell you what, it, it's just wonderful. It really and I, is. And I love Vieira, but Vieira didn't score all these last-minute winners. No, he didn't. But he did score a few big goals. He I remember goal. it. Oh, when oh, we won his the last league. Kick, like, his last <laughs> kick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I tell you what, guys, you're smiling, Pete. You're you're having a wonderful time, even in your beat Nick, little turtleneck. But the fact is, is we are going to have to talk about something a little bit more sombre now yeah. because, you know, we've got to do it. For goodness sake, Raya Calamity, David Raya, it wasn't one. It wasn't even one. It, the, the one was bad enough, but two goals he was clearly responsible for. Um, Pete, let's go to you first. What what do you make of David Raya's input today and where that leaves our goals, goalkeeping landscape? I wanted to believe in David Raya. Um, he's got all the ingredients to be a top, top goalkeeper, but I think we've seen a lot of mistakes in his opening reign um, as an Arsenal number one. They were two poor mistakes today. The shot was awful. I mean, uh, the like the timing for the cross was way off. Um, I, my big concern is that we've got two number two goalkeepers right now. Two goalkeepers that are not at the level. Two goalkeepers that wouldn't get into any other team in the, the top six or seven at the moment. And that's a real concern. Can you win the Premier League with a goalkeeper that does that against Luton of all clubs? And I think the the... The biggest worry is we haven't had a game yet where you're like, Raya kept us in that. And not not that there are many games where you're getting peppered, but I, ju- I just think, you know, to, to concede that many goals of such little XG today was appalling. And it, it looks like Arteta's made a mistake out there. And I hope they're not pulling the trigger on the transfer fee yet. Get rid of Aaron Ramsdale by all means. Aaron Ramsdale is not the cure here. I really, do, I, I, you know, really believe that. But... David Raya, if you've got, you know, unless he really, really sharpens up performances, why would you activate that buy clause next season? He does, you know, he's, well, he's we've not already doing acti- a job. We've already activated it. Have we put money in the account? I think we've activated. I think we, we've Venmo'd it. Oh, I, I knew I, I knew he said that we were going to, but I didn't know it was if just it had Fabrizio, actually happened. Right? Yeah, and, and to be honest, it's kind of like, you know, if not, it's kind of like... If you've ever bought a used car or something like that, and you're like, yeah, mate, I'm going to come back and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you realise, no, no, I'm not having that. That's what I would like to think. To be honest, I'm not even suggesting we do that anyway. I don't think we're going to be too hyperbolic here. It was a horrendous game game from David Rayo as far as I'm concerned. But at the end of the day, he is still our number one. Um, I don't know if you've got more to say, Pete, or are we going to you, Matt, to see whether... Three you know, goals off 0.67 XG today. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, that's vile. That is vile. It, that's hard to stomach. Matt, what, what, where, where are you going with um, your views on Raya right now? You know who should be our new goalkeeper? Go Declan Rice. <laughs> Get Declan. Come on. You know he'd save a pen in the last minute. You know he would. 100%. There's absolutely no way he would concede those goals. But I think that's what you want. You want someone, and that's a joke, obviously, but you want someone who just can has the character to just 
would spell any pressure. David Rea for me looks like he looks like a subpar shot stopper. And you know, I think when we did the interview with David Seaman, it's like he sort of laughed. He goes, "Yeah, but number one job of a goalkeeper is to keep the ball out of the net." And there was a little bit of me when he said that that I thought, "Oh, well, that's a little bit old-fashioned, David." You know, have you not heard about distribution? Have you not heard about playing out from the back? But it's true when you're away at Luton and you're up against a big, aggressive, physical team and the ball comes in, you know what you want more than anything? A goalkeeper to claim a ball. We are going to find ourselves under pressure in the last five of games, 2-1 up, 3-2 up, 3-3, needing a point. And I want to know that my goalkeeper is going to come out, he's going to claim the ball and he's going to lie on it and he's going to waste some time. And right now, David Raya is... Do you remember when Bernd Leno at Brighton got like shoved around a bit and we were all jumping on his back and going, thank God we got Aaron Ramsdale now? That's David Raya for me. He just looks, it's not all about size, but I don't know if you can be a six-foot goalkeeper in the Premier League. But he play, you know, he played for he played for Brentford, man. He was training with beasts. He was one of the best shot stoppers I, in the league. I know, like, I know. And look, we've got to give him time because we've got to give him yeah. we've, got, we've got to give him a chance to but there's something about his like look, he needs the game where he changes it. And I think you had a great point. And maybe that's Villa on the weekend, maybe it's Liverpool away, but it's the one where he keeps us in it. Because right now, mm. all we've seen is we haven't seen him keep us in anything. We've just seen him give the opposition a chance. So it's way too early to pass judgment. But it's difficult not to feel sorry for Aaron Ramsdale. Not because Aaron Ramsdale is the answer, but because Aaron Ramsdale is, can, was performing at a higher level than what we're seeing from David Wright. Well, well, I, I do, I do think that. Um, so technically, the stats at the very least, when it comes to his distribution, David Raya has been better when it comes to distribution and Ramsdale. So let's deal with the hard facts. You know, in terms of him claiming in his box. He has also been better than Aaron Ramsdale. But we don't watch, we're not watching Champ Manager. We're not watching a spreadsheet update with stats and, you know, uh, detailed stats, Opta. You know, that's not what we're watching. We're, we're watching games of football. Um, it's much more emotional when we watch it. And when people make rickets, they stick in your head for a long time. But what I would say is I, I in general, have found Raya's claiming of crosses to be quite a positive, a step forward. I think Ramsdale throughout his time could be up and down with it, sometimes a little bit, you know, flappy with it. And 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 my my criticism of Ramsdale is he would sometimes so panic where there didn't need to be any. But I think it was Pete that started off this point. I could not agree more. There have been no saves that David Rea has made that I have looked at and thought, another keeper can't make that. None. Not one, not one save. There have been saves that he's not made that I think other keepers would make. And I have to say it, look, I don't want to be sizest out here, but guess what? There are certain physical attributes that lend to certain positions. You know, if you want to be a winger, it helps if you're fast. If you want to be a goalkeeper, it helps if you're big. And that felt, he felt really small today. And I know we're not going to be playing Luton Town every week. and But by the end, one of the things that's really disconcerting is when a team like Luton, who have only a limited number of ways, they look at it and say, one of our best chances to win are just 
lump it on top of that little keeper and let's get in and around him and mix him. And and at the end of the day, that that the first um, mistake of Reyes at their second goal, it's really, really poor keeping. Really poor. You can't be getting bullied around like that. I know there were there was other bits of bad defending bundled in there, but overall, that is a keeper's responsibility. And he looked like he literally looked like a you know a twelve year old playing under under fourteens football, and that they just said, "Oh, can we borrow one of the young keepers for the week?" And he couldn't reach the some of the bigger lads. And you know, against better teams, they're not all doing. They're not em- employing the same tech. Uh, uh, te- uh, tactics, but the reality is, is if some teams see that, they're going to think maybe we should do it as well. And I think Raya is going to have to show that he can deal with that situation. But the second goal, it's unforgivable. I mean, what is that? That is absolutely awful. That is at Premier League level, Premier League level, and you can't stop a Ross Barkley piddly pup next to your legs. Come on, David. What are we doing here? It's an absolute mess. These games, you're lucky. Obviously, he's going to absolutely be buying Declan Rice a point tonight because, you know, we've got right out of out of jail there. But come on, these games could cost you league titles. And of course, I, I, again, just want to double, just want to double down. No one is saying that Aaron Ramsdale is the great answer here. I think he gives as much good as he, as he gives bad. But... There's no question that he will be looking at some of that and going, in games like that, are you really telling me I can't dish out the same thing? The problem is, is when Ramsdale did get his chance, he was offering up very much shaky shaky um, performances as well. So we're, we're in a bit of a tricky situation. We know we're moving forward with Raya, but he has to improve. These 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 performances go very far to, you, you know, to not convince uh, so the fan base. I've got a question because Jens Lehmann was asked about it and he said, what would you do if you were in this position? And he said, I'd fuck with the other guy's head. I try and like, I, I try and, you know, I try and get inside his head. It's a competition. I'm here to win. Do you think that they're both inside each other's heads and maybe this will resolve when Ramsdale exits the club? Actually, that will be a weight off his mind. Or do you think, think wait a minute, Raya. you're a Premier League footballer and you should be able to handle it? You know what I see with uh, David Raya? I see imposter syndrome. I think that it, 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 he was top four for shot stopping last year for Brentford. Absolutely dominant in the box. Jurgen Klopp came out and said it's like playing against another centre-back. And it just looks like now he's got the big move. He's like, what, am I good enough? It feels like he's questioning himself a little bit. He doesn't look. Fr- he look. He does. He looks frightened. He look. He looked frightened out there today, and I think he's going through a bit of an existential crisis. The question is, are you going to be a Vieira in existential crisis, or are you going to be a Kai Havertz and come out the other end? We got to put the chips on coming out the other end, otherwise we're not winning the big trophy this year. My, my issue when it comes to this, okay, is as goalkeepers. In terms of having calamities, you know, bad mistakes that lead can even cost you games. Every goalkeeper, even the likes of Edison and Allison, they they they've been the benchmark for a few years. Every goalkeeper has a few of them a year. Give them give them free. We've had two goalkeepers who both are trying to have their free in the season, so we might end up with about six or seven. Like, and Raya needs to show that he is going to have these kind of blip games 
you know, an average amount of blip games. And then we might be able to just say, look, it happens. But right now, since he's come in, he's had more than his fair share. I think he's kind of reaching his limit for the season in terms of, you know, calamities. And, and he's only played about 10 games. So we really need him to start calming down. I thought that he had... had what's most disconcerting, Pete, is that I thought that he had actually calmed down after... Ramsdale came back in, had those blips himself. I I felt like Raya almost felt, started to feel comfortable. No, I am the number one, and he was going to start relaxing into it. And then this again—that's that's not good enough today, you know. Yeah, totally agree with you. He's got uh, he's got to sort himself out though, and this this is kind of the benefit of um, the loan move. Arsenal, I think Arsenal indicated that they're willing to pay the fee. I don't think I don't think we can pay the fee until the end of the season. That's I, I might be totally wrong on that. But Arteta's got to be dangling that you're going to be going back to Brentford, my friend. You've got to pick it up. Can't be feeling sorry for yourself. I picked you because I think you're good. Now show it on the pitch. And he's got basically five months to save his dream of playing for an elite club. Otherwise, it's back to Brentford. And, you know, he, he won't get a move to another major club if he doesn't make this work. So hopefully he can get over the pressure and uh, do as Kai did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, that oh, was yeah. a nice... Oh, yeah, this guy, this a guy who thinks about the show and the narrative. And oh, let's yeah. start moving it on. Johnny, okay. Johnny, let's just celebrate at the moment. 1,000 people watching us live. That is incredible. You Tell us... You always put this back to comedy clubs. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been gigging in comedy clubs for about 15 years. And when I you know, uh, um, do a, a weekend gig. I'm often, you know, in a comedy club, it might be up to about 200 people and 200 people in a room where they're all sitting there and they're all looking at you and enjoying what you're doing and maybe, you know, um, taking what you're saying and conversing themselves. Um, that is a great number of people. To be sitting here, there was a 1,062 people a minute ago. What an amazing um set up for us we're really chuffed to have you guys some of you some of you guys are seeing us for the first time make sure you're subscribed and you're liked um we also have a patreon pete we have a patreon do you want to tell them about yeah it? go to patreon.com forward slash the arsenal opinion we're putting all sorts of bonus content on there the link is in the bio on youtube right now someone just asked why we're not on twitch today i'll tell you why four people watch us on twitch and i was like listen we've got to move on no more Twitch. No more Twitch. But thank you to everybody that's been listening on YouTube. And listen, we got into the top 10 in the UK for podcasts uh, this weekend. That's our first time ever in the top 10. And we're very, very happy about that. And we thank you all for spending so much time with us, especially over this festive period. Thank you very much. I think we're the, we're the biggest podcast that Arsenal have nothing to do with, which means we can say what we want when we want. That, that, that is so true. We know that. I don't know if these guys know that, but they, they certainly hear calm it. Calm down. I, I Calm down. We, we love all the other Arsenal podcasts. No, that wasn't a criticism. It was just, it's nice to be able to be unvarnished and uncensored in our criticisms where things, we see things. 100%. That, I think that's completely valid, to be fair. It's, it's legit. And listen, I mean, some of the critiques in the past... Uh, they never would have. They never would have stood up to scrutiny of being a club affiliated podcast. But there we go. So you know, any of them doing a thousand and sixty live right now? Probably not. Let's move on. You know, it's been a down. It was been a downward comment section. But remember, we have won no this friends game. in the podcast world if you two carry on like this. Fuck them. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look, it was a downward, downward. Um, 
uh, subject there, but we won. It's time to rejoice. And part of the reason we won is because there was a really rejuvenated performance yet again. We're going to get so Kai. Okay. Kai Harvard yet again, turning up with a big, big performance. Matt, what did you make of Mr. Harvard? I mean, the guy started scoring basically, you know, if not every week, verging on. What are you making of this guy? Well, we 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 were unclear, right? It was like, is he just completely lost it, or is he a confidence player? And let's be honest, we really didn't know because the guy had lost it for about two and a half years, um, and it, it, he was completely lost. He was completely lost. Let's not like rewrite history. It was bad. It was it was bad. Mediocre. And, no, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. He, I mean, he was devoid of confidence in an MLS skills competition. Yeah, that's bad. That is bad. Come on, let's just let's just admit it. And then some of those performances, and then he's just had a bit of confidence. It's been in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been a long time. In fact, it was probably quicker than a certain Monsieur Perez took to get hit the ground running, because. You can see the confidence flowing into his veins. And it's like, feels like every game he's getting better now. It really does. And I like the way he was given a little game off on the weekend. He's playing again today. Some really, really like, he just looks more energetic. He was chasing down the goalkeeper. I love the fact that he's like an auxiliary striker now. He looks more and more at home. That big smile. I didn't realize, I didn't realize he had such a beautiful smile. I didn't realise, you know, that it was just—it's just been so good to. Did to you watch sneak him. off camera to go and do do a few shots? I just, no. I just love his smile. I love his beautiful smile. <laughs> I did get a little priny actually. Oh, there we <laughs> go. But isn't it great to see someone happy? It is. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Pete Kai Harvard. I mean, it's been up and down. You, uh, you know have been out here trying to get the PR campaign, even in the down, downward periods. But um, right now, there are no down periods. He's he's doing very, very well. We're very happy with his input. Talk to me about what you're seeing. I'm seeing a man that is a confidence player. Chelsea fans said it. They're like, he's a confidence player. He's a brilliant, brilliant player, but his game is based on confidence. I don't think Chelsea over the last two or three years have been have created an environment that inspires confidence um is players are in and out it's been a bit of a toxic atmosphere can't really align with a coach i think he's found home with Mikel Arteta i think Mikel is like there is one position that we're going to get you to own we're going to make you a specialist in this role we're going to unlock the kai from germany and it's very unorthodox it isn't pretty i mean we talk about you know he's like kanu kanu was graceful I think Kanu was graceful and he did beautiful things with the ball. Kai Harvards, there is goal. something beautiful. His touch sometimes is is uh, is not. Uh, it's not ugly. I'm, I'm more talking about the goals and the way that he's the scoring goals. and the yeah, way he's threat. Yeah. He's kind of awkward. He's uh, you know a bit like a clothes hanger, um, but he's scoring goals now. He's timed his runs. I think the other thing that we miss with Kai is he's trying to learn this new position whilst the whole squad around him is trying to learn how he plays, but. The, the creators and the, the people with the long balls, the short passes, they're starting to work out his game and everything's seeming to sink 
at the moment. And it's brilliant because now we've got Trossard who can play that position and he is a very specific type of tool that can unlock a very specific type of team. And then you've got Kai who does completely different things and it makes us so unpredictable. But the most important thing for a £65 million player in the left eight position is output. And it finally looks like we are going to get output. And I tell you, if we get the Kai from Germany, whew, we've got a player and a half. I want to compare. I want to look at how many goals Granite Jack has scored from left eight last season, because I can't about, believe like, it, was, it, it was nearly double figures, wasn't it? Eight yeah, I nine? think it was about eight, eight um, or so. I, I don't because know because Kai's going to got he's got four, right? Yeah, four yeah, goals. yeah. Yes, but yes. more more to the point, he's got big goals, and and don't get me wrong, Granite got some really big goals last year as well. My my, my um, take on Kai, and I've been quite an outspoken critic of him at times. Listen. I don't think that his form up until what we've seen recently um, has been good enough. And I don't think it felt, you know, it was kind of too harsh to hold him to that standard because we knew that he had the ability to be able to do better. And ultimately, if he couldn't do better, well, we've got our eyes on big prizes this year. We signed him for a lot of money. And if you can't help us, we have to be ruthless in terms of who we pick in the team. No one including on this pod or really anyone. there were Obviously, there are some people who leaked to hyperbole, but no one was writing off his old Arsenal career or whatever. But there were people saying he shouldn't be in the team right now, and he shouldn't have. Right now, though, he's completely turned it around. I think he is an absolute bright spark in this team. When he comes on, Matt, you spoke a little bit about it. His body language, you can't fake body language. He looks interested. He looks hungry. When you're away at Luton Town and you've got a bunch of guys who, quite frankly, have not been blessed with ability, but they've been blessed with, I'm going to run around and try and whack into people, you've got to have the ability and the fight and the aggression to stand up to them. And I thought Kai today was absolutely bang at it. He looked like he wanted it. That goal, the when, when you look at what David Rea had done to us, it was easy for our heads to go down. For us to be literally like, we aren't going to get something today. And for Kai to step up there in that big moment, and it was him, it was Saka, and it was Jesus. Saka just flicking the ball on. Let's get it at them. Let's make them panic. Jesus to get in behind, and then Kai to keep being brave enough. And this is the key. Keep being brave enough to be making those runs in behind. And as you said, Pete, is that little finish. You don't need you don't need it to be bottom corner. You just need to get there before the keeper. And I thought Kai just looked like this is that the word I'm going to continue to use is bravery. He played in a brave way today, and I love it. When you look at the situation we've seen in recent weeks, when his confidence was low, it looked like he didn't really want the ball at times. He didn't really want to be, you know, in those big moments. He just was he just wasn't able to calm himself down and you know, perform and execute properly. In this moment, he was there. He was ready to be the talisman of the moment. And I just think it's symptomatic of a guy who's completely, I think, turned his Arsenal career around. And right now, he's a he has to start games. I think it's sensational and all praise to him because he, he has dragged himself through it, obviously with the uh, help of the Arsenal team and uh, the fans as well that have backed him through it. Well done, Kai. I love the comments that come through. Elton 2K Dre. Luton Town footballers more like prison inmates from Luton Penitentiary. Brilliant. Fair. Yeah. Elton Elton 2K knows the prison system in the UK. 
<laughs> well, no, in, that's in, not a good one. That in the UK, right? We got this program, BAFTA winning. It's called Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody. It's set in Luton Prison, <laughs> right? One of the one of the most prominent things about Luton is the program dealing with their jails. So we know all about Luton, the Luton crime scene. It's just you know, this is what I mean. It's a grimy little place. Uh, but I, I remember living in uh, Elephant and Castle, and they had one of the biggest council estates in the world, and uh, they had to stop people shooting there, uh, shooting films there, because it would always be a post-apocalyptic world. And I feel like Luton gets that rep because whenever there's a prison there, it's always Luton prison. It's always the bleakest. 100%. We're being unfair. There might be Luton, the people that live in Luton here. We're being unfair. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. A day of glory. Let's <laughs> have a look at these pictures, guys. I'm just going to flash up some pictures. Oh, my God. Zinchenko's got a certain look about him, isn't he? When he's look at <laughs> Absolutely. When you see that face, you know. When Bill Saliba is doing that face, you know something big has happened. Mikel got booked for over-celebrating. He's going to have to sit in the stands for the Aston Villa game. That what is a joke. What an absolute what a disgrace. Well, the football's gone to the dogs when you yeah. get when you get booked for celebrating a 97th-minute winner away from home. You, what? And what the, the you media doing? said that. You remember the media said that after the game um, at Brentford, and they said, you know, they, they half like celebrating goals. And uh, Thomas um, uh, Thomas Frank was like, listen, if you can't celebrate after a win like that, what are you? What are you? And I agree with it. Like, doubling down on Arteta because you don't like him is pathetic. I do feel like we're going to get... A, we're, I feel like we're getting... Uh, wrapped by the refs for that letter because I thought we could have had something from VAR today. We're not getting shit all season from VAR, from the refs. It's an absolute joke. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You... It, it, it was. Do you know what, guys? Um, yeah, at, at the end of the day, it takes a mean-spirited person to try and punish people for actually being happy in Luton Town. Like, come on. We're the happiest people in Luton Town, the Arsenal fans. So let's give it a rest, Premier League. Come on. Uh, so let's move on to another guy who I think that was just absolutely immense today. 
Jesus. Okay. <sighs> um, I thought he was sensational. Gabby Jesus had his fingers in plenty of pies when it comes to our attacking output today. Matt, what did you make of Gabby Jesus? He's just a player who needs minutes to get going. And that's why it's like we were talking about it on the before the whistle and saying the thing about Gabby Jesus is you've always got to play him because I feel like the more he plays, the better he gets. He's like the opposite of some players where sometimes you feel like you need to get him rest. He's all about rhythm. He's all about playing all the games. He's a confidence player as well. The more he plays, the sharper he gets, the more goals he scores. So um, he was really, really sharp today. Loved his contributions. Sharp thinking. He gets a lot of unnecessary stick, primarily about the lack of goals. Arsenal are a better team with him in it. He has transformed Arsenal. He arrived at Arsenal. We'd failed to get top four. Now, a season and a bit, a season and a half later, we're one of the favourites for the Champions League. You do the maths. Gabby Jesus is a massive part of that. Off the pitch, the belief, on the pitch, the incredible skill, the link up, the relationships with Martinelli, with Saka, with Erdegaard. He's missed a ton of games last season. And I think it was a bit of a, I can't think of quite the right words, but I think because we were still top when he came back and because Eddie scored a few goals, we were able to convince ourselves that we hadn't missed him. And then because when he came back, he maybe didn't hit the heights and then our title challenge faltered. It felt like, oh, well, maybe he's not that good. He's the reason we're where we are. He is. And it's the same with Zinchenko. We need to put a bit of respect on their name. They're just, they're the guys. They've changed who Arsenal are. Um, and um, and we just got to keep him fit. Got to keep him fit. But he's not one of those players where you go, wrap him in cotton wool, rest him. For me, it's like he's full throttle. Play him every game. Play him in the League Cup. Play him in the FA Cup. Play him in the reserves. The more he plays, the better he gets. And let's just hope he can he can stay fit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pete, Matt's, Matt's raving, waxing lyrical about Jesus. Um, what did you make of his performance today? I think he should doubt himself a little bit more often, Johnny. Since he said, oh, I'm not really a striker, he's looked every inch the striker we'd hoped he'd be. He's scoring goals. He's making assists. He's using his body strength really well. He's dropping outrageous skill. Like when I look at Gabby Jesus, I just think you are a real Brazilian striker. Like he's pure Brazil. He's absolute joy on the pitch. And um, when he's in this kind of mood, he's unplayable. And, uh, and I'm, I'm with Matt as well. You know, the turning point for this team really was the signing of Gabby Jesus. It added a bit of quality to to the team. You know, we had like a a player that was kind of unpredictable, lifted the team, didn't always score the goals, but we're always better with him on the pitch. And um, in form like this, why can't he score 20 goals? Why can't he keep this up for the rest of the season? If he can stay fit, a player of that talent should be getting 20 goals. He shouldn't be doubting that finishing is part of his lock-on, you know, a part of part of his skill set. So I was absolutely blown away by him today. Um, he needs to keep it up. He needs to keep fit. I'm a bit alarmed that Tommy Asu is out for three months. Gabby Jesus has fitness issues Um like that as well. Like, is it is it three months? Is that being confirmed? confirmed that, that yeah, I know it's a long, it's a long term one. Yeah, it's, uh, he said it's yeah, a long term. It's, it's a calf a, injury. It's a calf injury again, but it's the same thing. You're and this is why uh, you know it's asked questions about giving him a new deal. If he if he's only good for ten games in a row, you've got a problem there. He's not going to get any better as he gets older. But we'll talk about that later. But how is it? How is a calf three months anyway? That is a long it, time. There'll be like it's because recurring. it happens so often, you get scar tissue. 
and then it's yeah, harder I mean, to heal. Yeah, still, so. I don't know. I mean, we might need to get him on the painkillers, to be quite honest, and kick him out there. Get out. Go on, Tommy. Go I on, think back out the this, issue though. with a calf is that it's always recurring. It never yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. And I know, but, obviously, it's linked to the Achilles. That might be But, you know, time, now we're – the annoying thing about it is it's it might change how we think because now we've got two two of our right-backs basically injured, Yuri and Timber, who can play both full-backs, but was primarily a right-sided centre-half, I think. And, and Kidio wasn't cutting it today. I was fine for Luton. It wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't. He, he was either way, look, Tim Timber's injury was a one-off. Like yeah. in terms of, you're not expecting him to be doing his cruciates every week. But the fact is, is that happened, and we've dealt with it. And when he does come back, I expect him to be our first choice fullback. The fact that Tommy Asu keeps having a recurring issue in the same area is extremely worrying. And you know would make us have to think twice about committing ourselves and committing financially to him. But he's just a very good player and a very good squad player in and around the club because when he does come in, the levels don't drop. When I, a- when I, I just want to talk about Jesus quickly. And um, my, my thing is this, and I, I don't want to be out here trying to put another player down to big up a player. But, you know, in the past, we have had conversations relating to the fact that we either wanted to or even at times suggested that the levels might not drop when Jesus has previously been injured and Nketiah has been filling in for him, maybe on a little bit of, you know, good form. But the reality is, it's night and day. Jesus might may not be able to score at the clip that we want him to, but he is an elite player. His all-round game is, for me, he... he, he comfortably plays at world-class level. He's build-up play for a striker. He is strong. He is, you know, able to link up play. He runs in behind. He's aggressive. And it's just at times he's finishing that lets him down and stops him from being, you know, one of the top strikers in the world. And I do think that he sits at the top group of the group just below that. But, you know, his ability to just link... he He is the talisman up top he sets the tone and then when you're away at difficult grounds and you've got big bruising defenders who think oh I know I'm just gonna smash into defenders uh, smash into the opposition attacker in a way like Eddie often does he gets brushed away at these away games very very poor away from home Jesus doesn't allow that to happen he will run these players into the ground and he may not get that goal that we want him to but he will make sure every time they come off the pitch, that they know that they've had a big game. And that is something that we cannot, you know, underestimate in terms of the impact that Jesus provides. He is playing at one of the best levels, I think, that we've seen since he's been at Arsenal. Um, And I do think the goals will come. We just need to believe and need to hope, cross our fingers, that this may actually be a prolonged period of fitness for him. Because if it is, I think the goals may start you know, um, coming alongside the elite level all-round play that he is provided on a regular basis. Just on that, I agree with all of that. Just on this, um, this I left this uh, that Zafaguna said and suddenly, because it, it hit it hit something inside me. Missing Tommy Yasu for the Liverpool game is a real blow because it suddenly means, we we know the team, it's Inchenko and White, who are fantastic players, but they... But they are going to ex- they are going to try and expose those two at, with pace. It's going to be most Salah across, and that Liverpool has proven to be a game 
where Tomiyasu can excel. Tomiyasu can play at left back and lock down Mo Salah. Now we've got Salah against Sinchenko. We've got Salah against Ben White. And, you know, we're going to have to figure out a solution for that. Maybe it's Kivior. I don't know. We might play Kivior. I think we'll play Kivior. I don't think you can throw Sinchenko into it knowing what's going to happen um, outside of doing it, you know, playing our formation slightly differently. The reality is I I think we probably would plump for Kivior and, and try to be a bit more defensively solid. Right, so we're just going to go on to uh, one more subject and then uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. What a lovely podcast this has been with a thousand people watching. We love all of you. If you guys, again, if you haven't even been a a, a fan or necessarily aware of us up to now, make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. Uh, We are here with regular content. You've caught us at the right time because we're about to head into Christmas period. We're basically going to be potting like nutters. Every time you see Arsenal playing... We're going to be here afterwards with on the whistle, instant match reactions. Um, And apart from that, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Arsenal Opinion. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can become part of the gang. Now, uh, this is going to tie this all in a bow, I think, okay? Um, Spirit of Champions, okay? Um, Guys, at the end of the day, if you keep coming back in the last minute, scoring winners... We've done it against Brentford away, one of the trickiest games in the league. I'll be honest, I said it before, I expected us to handle this Luton game in a lot more, you know, steadfast fashion. But it goes to show what games like this are like at this period of season. Um, What do you think it says to the rest of the league, Matt? I think it says we need to rebrand Fergie time. And we need to call it our tetra o'clock. Because cometh, when the 90 minutes comes round, there always looks like one team that's going to win it. And how many times did we Sir Alex Ferguson running onto the pitch looking like such a fucking annoying... It was so terrible. Every single game it happened and you knew it was going to happen. The same thing's happening. The same thing's happening. The clock's ticking. one all, 2-2. And you're looking at it and you're going, I still believe. I still believe. And and we're thinking that as fans, the players, they know it's going to happen. And that's where it's getting onto. That's where it's getting to. How many, you know, it's not a, it's, it's not a bug. It's a feature when we do it. And that's what's happening right now. And um, yeah, time to rebrand Fergie time. It's over. When it's Arteta o'clock, it's time. Just wait. Someone will arrive. Pete, rebrands is something that Matt knows oh, all about. Okay, he knows how to get it done. So got, he's talking about rebranding Fergie time. Do you agree? When you've got two advertising folk on a podcast and one gets ahead of you on the branding one, that, that stings because that means that I've got to rework it. I would just say that um, it keeps it keeps teams on their toes. It Like Arsenal are at their deadliest in the last 10 minutes. You can't write us off. Um which makes us dangerous. It means that you can't go too hard in the first 45 minutes and think the job is done. It means that at 70 minutes, you can't make all five of your subs and change things up. It means that you are um, a deadly team and a serious team and a team that can win big trophies. That mentality to do what we did today 
like it, it, it's something that we've lacked for so many years now. And just to, just to see us scoring last minute goals like that, having more Bournemouth moments like that, that, that Reese Nelson podcast last year was one of our biggest because everyone was electrified by it. And this is a fairly new thing for Arsenal. This is a very Arteta-driven thing. And you have to have a really solid culture. You have to have players that have a lot of belief. Um, and you have to have a lot of skill. Like doing that on tired legs after getting you know battered around by a rough Luton side all game, you cannot underestimate what it takes, especially after you know like a heavy summer, heavy season before, um, bit of tired legs after three international breaks. Like I, I am over the moon, but for me, the overarching theme here is we're a serious team now, and don't ever look away because the game is never won when Arsenal are about, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm over the moon about it. This is what it is. I mean, this is why we needed Graham. We're all adopting that. It's tetter time. It's not Fergie time. It's tetter time. I like that. Tetter time. Tetter time, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, you know, and I started this at the uh, um, for my hottest of takes. I, I think it does. If it walks like a duck, you know, and quacks like a duck, then guess what? It ain't a pig. And this is is looking like a championship winning team, okay? When you keep dragging yourself in the last moment and, oh, they're going to drop points. No, we're not. No, we're not. Because we're too good. We're too good. You're going to struggle to see us off. Walking around like Michael Myers with an absolute kitchen knife in the back. You can't stop us. We are still going to keep going. We've got big deck energy and we're just going to keep walking through your pelters and we're going to get over the line. And, you know, it, it's last year to see the amount of times that we drag, dragged ourselves out, last minute winners, you think about Villa away, getting Emmy Martinez to score, finally score a goal for the Arsenal. Um, and obviously the, the, the most um, iconic being the Bournemouth one, Reese Nelson. But, when I when I looked ahead to this season, one of the things that gave me the most pause for you know concern was that I'm like I don't know if we're going to be able to do replicate all of those last minute you know it felt like it was magic in a bottle. We we're not going to be able to you know recreate those moments. Yes, we are because it's in DNA of this team now. It's in the DNA for all those moments where when we were in Wenger's dying days and, you know, in Emery and, you know, even Arteta has had some of it himself. As Arsenal fans, we kind of had that feeling, didn't we, where we had the inverse of this. We used to think, we know we're going to find a way to lose this. We know Mustafi's going to, you know, hack someone down. We know someone else is going to throw, a goalkeeper's going to throw it into their net. Probably not the best example, actually, (laughs) Uh, based on today's example. But, um, the reality is, is we suddenly are now not going to self-sabotage. We are going to find a way through hell or high water. And we've got a guy who is leading the charge. Who we brought in in the summer. who's looking like an absolute snip. So, yes. But you know you know what? It's um, when Wenger came, Paul Merson in the first year, he goes, they go, what's changed under Arsene Wenger? And they go, well, we've got, it's just unbelievable belief. We've all got unbelievable belief. And then we went on and we won Premier Leagues and doubles and the whole shebang. But I think that's the Arteta thing. We've got the unbelievable belief back. And it's been gone for 20 years. 
but it's back. An unbelievable belief means that it's 95 minutes gone. You're away at Luton Town. Everyone else is thinking you're drawing three or and suddenly Big Deck is soaring through the box, connects with a 0.07 XG and plants it in the corner and it's game over. That's unbelievable belief. That is true. And listen, to tie it in a bow as well, not all wins are built the same, okay? And this win felt very, very difficult. It's probably worth five points, okay? Three real points and two mental points because we're heading into the most busy, hectic period of our schedule and we now get to watch all of the other games on Amazon Prime tomorrow and see if City want to drop more points and whether Liverpool might stumble as well. There are some tricky fixtures out there and all we can do is handle our own business. But alas, we're at the end of the podcast, guys. Have we had fun? We have. Um, I just want to say to the people in the comments calling me the Sith Lord, this is online bullying and it cannot be tolerated anymore. Stop <laughs> calling me the Sith Lord. <laughs> and a great show good well hosted johnny oh there you go there you go and pete will get electric coming out of his hands if you uh anger him too much um guys thank you all for joining us on this uh it's been uh, an amazing pod to do brought about because arsenal put in an amazing little shift and gave us some a wonderful time on a tuesday night so, guys, all that is left for me to say... Oh, yeah, remember, hit us up on patreon.com forward slash the Arsenal Opinion uh, and join us after the Aston Villa game where we will be hitting you with yet another On The Whistle Arsenal Opinion podcast. All that's left for me to say is ciao for now. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.